Banks of America and Havoc. This is the Not For The Bay Podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Be sure to go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on our Facebook pages. Today's show, we got bangers as usual. We'll be talking about the Ohio State versus Oregon recap game today. This, this, this afternoon. Uh, Dak Prescott's performance versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And last but not least, we have the Cam Newton response to the Patriots release. Mm. Gentlemen, what is good? Man, I mean, football season's almost here. We're almost there. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. Got tomorrow off, too. Mm. You don't count count Thursday? The Cowboys? Hmm. Uh, I mean the real. I'm talking about the full season is starting, not just not just the Thursday. I'm talking about the full season because, like, we all knew, like that that was an interesting game, but we were all pretty sure what the outcome would be. Mm, I wasn't pretty sure about that outcome. I mean, I, I knew Buccaneers were going to win, but not I was sure what close. the outcome was. Not that close. Wins and losses. That's all that get matters. <laughs> Wins and losses. And I knew the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was going to win that game. Not, 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 not for the, not for banks. They didn't cover, so unfortunately. Okay, it, yeah, from a, from a betting aspect, yes. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I lost that game. I'm, I'm only one for the week because the Bucks didn't cover the spread. So that's how I'm doing my my wins and losses. We, I'm only one because the Bucks didn't cover the spread. So, yeah. Well, definitely, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta redo my, uh, gotta redo my bets again since I lost that game. Which I could have sworn I took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the over fifty, but maybe I under. pressed the wrong button. Maybe I just mm-hmm. pressed the wrong button. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe you did. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe these high ranked teams are just doing, maybe these high ranked teams are underestimating these underdogs every week, and it's time to start betting with the underdogs in the spread. You know that's what? what to, like, to be good. honest with you, Banks, I think my thought process was is the it's the first week of the season. Everybody's going to be trying to get their legs under them. Conditioning is going to be a factor. Uh, defenses haven't been playing. Like I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and give. I'm going to go ahead and give them a week before I start taking taking the over. And that's probably what I was thinking. But now I'm I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going to play it seriously this time. Um, we ha- we're going to definitely get to the Dolphins game probably later on towards the end of the pod. But. Um, <laughs> First things first, Ohio State uh, versus the Oregon Week Two recap. Um, yeah. Obviously, Oregon ended up winning the game versus Ohio State. Uh, any thoughts on the game before I? Uh, I, I just thought it was. I just thought it was a good game. It was one of those classic college uh, football games that they only won by a touchdown. Um, anybody could have won this game. I think that Ohio State is still going to have a good year. So, Greg, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Uh, quick, tell you, turn, your, turn your TV down a little bit, bro. You can. 
My fault. No, I was just saying that I, I thought it was a good game. You know, you know, won by a touchdown. It was one of those classic games. Um, I, I think both teams are going to, you know, be well. You might see these two teams playing the, play the playoffs. Are they still doing just four teams or did it go up to six? I think they're doing four and two wild cards. I think it's four, yeah, wild cards, yeah. Okay. okay. I can but see I mean, two teams making the playoffs. But, but I mean, the, the two wild cards, it's a sham. Like it's really, it's really like two teams, and that's pretty much it. You know, I'll just say, I like the fact that there was a game of consequence early on in the college football season, because eventually, with all these conferences disappearing and all the power teams moving, basically, want trying to move into one conference. Uh, at at some point, these big these powerhouse teams, these bigger teams, they're gonna have to start playing like real teams because Oregon and Ohio State played this week but also alabama played mercer college so <laughs> i mean like what like what do you like alabama might as well as played bishop sycamore you know what i mean like like what, what's what's the point of even playing that game so hey man it's what well, that's, 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 that's what that's what typically happens no, yeah, yeah that, that's what they do early on. Is they, they, you know, they, they, they get the cupcakes yeah. early on. And... They'll have one. They'll have one major game, and then after that major game, they'll have like in the next two or three games would be like, all right, and then they'll go because at the SEC conference play starts most times starts like week one, um, but Alabama doesn't only start their their conference play until like week four or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So it's going to get Alabama. It's, it's going to get crucial for them. It, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to get crucial. It's, it's coming soon. Yeah, but it was it was interesting to see Ohio State lose at home. I don't remember the last time I seen them lose at home, opening weekend. But mm. hey, man, it's it's about time, you guys. You got to start putting some respect on Oregon. But also, yeah. Oregon needs to stop. Oregon needs to leave the West Coast and start playing some 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 teams in in some other uh, you know uh, geographic regions of the country. I like seeing yeah. them go 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 to Ohio State. Yeah, nobody gets to see them play that much mm-hmm. unless they play their top team. Yeah, so it's good to see them lose, leave leave the West Coast and actually play a real team. Uh, and you know, hopefully, you know, maybe they'll make it out more to like you know the South and start playing. You know, the more the Alabamas, the you know, go to East Coast, play the Clemsons, things of that nature. LSU, yeah, yeah. That being said, I don't watch college football. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Um, first off, Oregon, hats off to them. I mean, it was getting it was getting kind of tight in that second half, especially the fourth quarter. Um, and, and credit to them again playing in Ohio. That's a hundred plus thousand people in that stadium. Whenever yeah. you do get a packed stadium, it's gonna be packed. Um, that's a hundred thousand screaming at you all game, bro. And that's that's pressure. Uh, you can actually mm-hmm. tell. Uh, that the, the I believe the home the home field advantage started to really rattle them in the fourth quarter. Honestly, they were starting to make a lot of turnovers. Um, they were just going backwards, uh, and it's kind of good that they ended it when they ended it with that interception because I believe if Ohio State was somehow able to extend that drive, they were going to go in overtime. Ohio State was going to win because mm. the momentum has shifted big time. Um, but. Oregon also provided a, a blueprint for a lot of teams. Though it's going to be hard to beat Ohio State. Like I'm not a, I'm not a big Ohio State supporter at all. Like I, they're probably one of my most hated teams in college. 
But uh, Oregon just provided a blueprint on how to beat Ohio State if people pay attention. Uh, you're going to have to, which is key in college football, you're going to have to stop the run with Ohio State. If you can stop Ohio State from running, getting over 100 yards, because you pay attention to it, Ohio State has always had some really good running backs to keep them in the game. Um, and uh, this game, Oregon just smothering them. Uh, they were just all over um, and they, they put the game in the uh, the quarterback's uh, Stroud. I can't remember his first name right now, but Stroud put it in his hand. CJ Stroud. Stroud had a big game. He played really well. If you look at his numbers, I think he had over 400 yards passing and everything. So he, he almost, did really well. Almost 500 um, yards passing. 484. Yeah. But it yeah, was but, a couple of throws he missed he should have made that would have put him over the top. Yeah, but that's 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 gonna come with the time. Mm. I mean, it's it's better for it's a better with Ohio State to lose now than later in the year. A lot of teams would rather lose right now because yeah. you're not gonna shift that much in the standings and the brackets or anything. You're not gonna shift that hard. Um, right. I tell you one thing though. Aside from Ohio State and the Oregon game, I know one team that definitely needs to be in the top five uh, in terms of the top five teams. Maybe not even top ten. And that's Texas A and M, the Aggies. They don't deserve to be in the South End whatsoever. I disagree with uh, you. I, they, I disagree with I you. I hope they fall out. I hope they fall out. But that, yeah, it's credit credit to Oregon though. Credit to uh, uh, Bardell. He played, bro. He was on fire. Like, he had 150 plus yards rushing the game. It was just, and he was the, he was the, the dominator. He was the common denominator. He just he neutral he neutralized Ohio State. As soon as Ohio State started to figure something out. People bust out a big run and break their back. So big win. Let me let me, let me ask you this, Banks, real quick, real quick, real quick. Do you think Oregon would have won this game if Verdell didn't have the performance that he had? Do you believe in Anthony Brown as the uh, the new starter for Oregon? No, I don't think they. Verdell uh, uh, had to had to get him that because he only won by seven with him balling the way he did. He only won by seven. So hmm. no. Nah. I don't, I don't, and I watched enough college football to tell, bro. They, they, they wouldn't have lasted had it had he not had a good game. You know. But you know, Oregon's defense really played well. Like their defense played fantastic. Like they were playing, and that's so surprising with Oregon, right? Like you hear about Oregon playing defense. Like since they got Crystal Ball there as a head coach, he brought in his guys. They're kind of a defensive first team. Like they're going to play defense now, and then they're going to put up points. So. That's so strange. That's, you, you, that's you fact. defense and Oregon in the same sentence. That's a fact, though. Minus <laughs> two defensive starters. Right. Yeah, but they still got a good linebacker core. Boy, them boys, them boys stumping. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting seeing – it's actually interesting seeing, in my opinion, the weakness or the weak point of Ohio State's defense being their linebackers because they got killed. I mean, first of all, just them, them sweet plays – they they ran them on them. They ran that on them all all day long. They ran those on them. They were successful with it, and even just covering covering just covering out of the flats. They couldn't do that either. So it's interesting seeing that actually being a weak point of their defense coming from Ohio State. But one more point is uh, the head coach of Oregon is uh, Mario Cristobal. He at one point he was the head coach of FIU. And at a time when when the University of Miami was looking for a head coach, I was saying that already. It was lined, it was lined up. It was lined <laughs> up for Mario Cristobal because he was one of them coaches. He took a small school and had them overachieve every single year. And it was lined up for the UM to hire him, and they went off and they 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 did what they they've been doing, and that's why they're in the situation they're in right now. So, 
They let they let they let him go. Well, like I told, like I told Quincy, like I told Quincy earlier in our group chat. No, you can't blame anybody but the Miami Hurricanes fans because Miami yeah. Hurricanes fans pretty much demanded not not all, but some of the majority of the fan base. I would probably say eighty percent of them demanded almost yes. to have Mar- uh, my uh, Manny Diaz back in Miami. Because remember, Manny Diaz left. I think he went to. He was going to Temple. Not he was going to Temple. Temple. Mm-hmm. Temple. Temple. He went to Temple. He already had the job. Right. No, Mark Rick wanted him to come back. Manny Diaz back, which by the way, he's a Florida FSU alum. By the way, uh, why don't we just bring bring Manny Diaz back? And they 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 brought him in, and here you are. So I don't, you can't blame nobody but the fans. They demanded this guy. They they wanted him back, and Miami said, "Okay, cool. I want him. We'll bring it." So mm. that was bad. Yeah, that was not a good decision. <laughs> that was a bad decision. <laughs> I rather them bring back Bush Davis, man. Because I, I I remember growing up, FIU was, in terms of football, they were a joke, and they did, all they the, just got a football team about ten years now. But I but I mean I remember back in the day when they started playing football, they were most well known for getting getting into a fight with UM. You remember that? Yeah. When they yeah. got they they got into that huge brawl and done half the team got suspended. That that was FIU's rep, uh, reputation, and. Mario Cristobal actually made them a, a winning program, and for for them to not even really consider him, consider him when honestly the the main problem with the UM has been the past few years has just been recruiting. They just for whatever reason they had they're literally in the ideal position to get the best recruits in the entire nation, and they fall on their face every single year. A lot of their a lot of their high end draft picks transferred over from other colleges, so mm. man. Get together, UM. Not that I'm a UM fan, but get together, UM. And right now, right now they're in the battle. Right now, Appalachian State. 19. Appalachian State. Appalachian State. <laughs> you know, you know, you know when you play NCAA football and and they and you play the default team. Appalachian uh-huh. State is a default team. Mm-hmm. But they, got, they have a they have a whole bunch of six years seniors on seventeen <laughs> six years seniors on the team. I never saw that in my life. That's funny. Yeah, they got they got team. They got they, they got a team full actually, of truck drivers. They What's the score? They actually have a graduate badge on their chest too. That is What's crazy. The, What's the score? Uh, Mighty's up nineteen seventeen right now. As we speak. Yeah. Jeez Louise. It's too close. It's way too close. It's too close. Last year they beat them by fifty points. <laughs> I keep telling everybody. Last year I'm looking at it now. Last year is not a good basis to go by, in my honest opinion. And, and I'm not trying to talk crap or anything like that. I know Miami beat Florida State 50 to the 10 last year. But last year... That's I not an accomplishment. Was, I, I, I yeah. feel like Miami... The, the football <laughs> sports last year in general should be a scratch everywhere. It should just be a scratch. Because the way COVID came in and dominated and took, took everybody out, and it, it's just, it just didn't really feel like sports last year at all. Uh, no crowd. I, dis- I disagree. I completely disagree. Oh, you're going to say that because you're the bubble. Goes no, no, no. At the end, no, of, the day, no. At the end of the day, nobody wants a Disney World ring. We don't want a Disney <laughs> ring. We want, we want, we want, we want fans in the stadium. We want travel. We want players complaining about travel and time. We want, we want what we want. But yes, forcing me last year was a white man. It, it's just, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't agree at all. But I, I, I understand what you mean, but I don't agree. Not, not a hundred percent. It was just different. Yeah, this is different. You, the only part you disagree about is the NBA part. I'm, I guarantee it. 
No, the NFL part two. <laughs> NFL part two. We, we we had a Super Bowl last year. What do you mean? We had we had we had fans and stadium and everything. The end the Super Bowl felt like the Super Bowl. Mm. Just just minus minus players getting hurt. Nobody was out due to COVID. We we, we struggled to get there. Let's let's be yeah. real. We struggled to get there. We had to <laughs> we had to reschedule games. Yeah. We had to put games on Tuesdays True. and on Wednesdays True. just for us True. to get through. A full NFL season. It, it, it was it was completely different last year. It they was playing games every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much. I ain't I kind of liked it a little bit. It, it was interesting. Yeah, it, it. it was it was interesting. Like like it. it was interesting. Like, like you just be game every day. It was interesting. You used to be home on like a Tuesday and there'd be a game on. Like yo, yeah. what is going cool. on right now? <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the college college football season is is still young. But we still we have a very good idea of who we're gonna see at the end, so we'll we'll, we'll see. Oh, I have, I, have, I have something to say real quick, just pertaining to college football, especially you when who is their strength um strength coach? They look scrawny as hell. Yeah, I see nobody that looks big. Nobody has no muscle definition, no nothing. You notice that, right? It just looks like they straight out of high school, man. It just looked terrible. Mm. But okay, back to regular schedule program. I mean, <laughs> I tell you, there's there's two teams that look like they're going to take care of business every week. I that's Alabama, Alabama? and the University yeah. of Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah. I tell people, just like I said last year, if the University of Georgia can somehow yeah. find a way to be Alabama this year, and they can win out and beat Alabama, because their test is Alabama. Nobody else is going to get Georgia. Maybe Florida. Uh, is going to give Georgia a lot of money. But the way Florida looking so hard to be the first two games of the season, too, they've given up 20 points today to USF. It's, it's, mm. They're going to have a hard time stopping Georgia. Like, it's going to have a very – and Florida got to play – Florida got a very good game next week. They play Alabama next week, so yeah. good luck. <laughs> where's the game? I think I'm not sure where it's at. I think it's at. The game is wherever Alabama's going. It don't matter if Alabama's at home or, or yeah. the game is where Alabama's going. I don't know about Florida games because they they gonna sell that more out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Florida. Me, bro. Florida has Florida sold out. Florida no, sold sorry. out every Florida game. Florida already the past sold 30 out years. already. <laughs> yeah, Florida. Florida got the next ten years of games sold out already. I don't know about that. One. If they were playing you with them in Miami, yeah, yeah. They they first of all the the swamp is always full. I know. Always for, yeah. Their <laughs> fans are completely loyal. Yeah. You know what? The funny thing about the University of Florida is they most loyal fans didn't even go to that school. It's true. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to shift the focus to the NFL, back to the NFL. Um, Havoc and Quinta, y'all missed the, the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers watch party that me and G money and banks had no, uh, at the end of the game. We almost we was about to have a we was about to end up having a debate, but we was we was going we lip type about Dak Prescott's performance. <laughs> yeah. uh, especially me and Banks have a disagreement with it with his performance <laughs> to, uh versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can I go first um, real quick? <laughs> yeah, you go first. Yes, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, Quinte. Go ahead and go first. Your thought, your thoughts on Dak Prescott's right. performance versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm, I'm gonna ask Banks a question. Why do you want to trade Ezekiel Elliott because he threw for 400 and something yards and they still lost? Somebody asked me a question? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of static in my end. I'm not sure why. Say it again. I said, why do you want to trade away Ezekiel Elliott because uh, Dak had 400 yards pass? Um, because Ezekiel, like I keep saying for the last two years in a row now, uh, and I want to make sure people remember because we've been doing this five for a very long time now. I was defending Ezekiel Elliott up until two years ago, uh, and that and that two years means since he got his money, Ezekiel Elliott has not looked like the same player since he got paid, and that's just that's and that's just been the 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 dark cloud hanging over the running backs is as soon as you get them some money, which is why teams are hesitating and paying all this money, because as soon as you get them some money, they're all of a sudden their skills seem to diminish. Uh, I am aware. Maybe I'm Bill. Right. A lot of Actually, people, I, I real aware. quick, real quick, Banks, because I remember we had this discussion two years ago about Melvin <laughs> Gordon and him getting paid by the Chargers. Right. And you right. wanted him to get paid, right? Absolutely, right. Because that, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's that's what this problem is injury, it's not performance. So it's, yeah, right. I don't want nobody to feel like I'm I'm just picking on your Elliot, but I'm thinking about the business side of things. Dallas has a serious cap issue right now, a series of cap issues, and Ezekiel Elliott contributed to that cap issue. So, in my honest opinion, why not? Count your loss with Ezekiel Elliott and get something, maybe a, a lower draft pick, maybe a second, maybe a first. Maybe a first that's a first round draft pick for Ezekiel Elliott. Somebody has spent a first round draft pick on his, on his stock. His stock is still high. It says for some reason, he just does not look like Ezekiel Elliott, even running uh, on but, Thursday night. Even though he was playing against the best run defense in the last two years in a row, he I'm just gonna, doesn't I'm look the this. same. I'm going to say this to you, man. He had 11 carries. <laughs> he yep. is a six foot tall, two hundred thirty pound back. You don't give that type of back Thank eleven you. carries. Thank Most you. backs like that, I can count on my hands plenty of times. Even take oh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry have thirty yards at halftime. By the end of the game, he has two hundred and fifty. Take Jordan <laughs> Howard. Uh, I'm not gonna say Howard Jordan. Right? Howard Jordan. <laughs> Howard Jordan. Yeah. But, but my thing is, you kind of to me, it was times in the game they should have ran the ball. They didn't run it. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's that's all, that's all play calling. Yeah, I'm, I'm right, sorry. Right. I know they want. I know they want Dak to be a superstar. It's it's beautiful, but Dak needs help. Dak is not. Hard. He, Dak is not. That kind of quarterback, he's gonna get you yards. He's a good passer of the ball. I give you that, but he's not that kind of quarterback. He needs help, bro. He needs help. My, but my question, I alluded. My question for the most part is, where I'm questioning Dallas is, and Ezekiel Elliott too is. I feel like Ezekiel Elliott has some type of durability issue because at one point of the game in the second quarter, I don't know if you remember me and you, me and you were talking about that. Remember we were saying, where is Ezekiel Elliott? For a majority of that second quarter, we didn't even see Ezekiel Elliott in the game. Um, then it was rumored when one of our uh, when one of the guests stopped by, I think they mentioned that Ezekiel Elliott had some type of ankle injury or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. And then we were like, well, when did he get hurt? Like, when did he – if there's an ankle injury, what is happening in preseason or something? Because he didn't play the preseason. So where, where does ankle injury come from? So that's also something else because something's not – something, I'm telling y'all, something's not right in with Dallas and Ezekiel Elliott. Something's not right. Something's not there, bro. There's I think the the main issue is you you have Ezekiel Elliott who is a when he's in shape, he is a premier runner and he's also possibly the best pass blocking 
running back in the league. So there's really no reason to to take him off the field. Right. And you're, and you're paying him all this money, but you don't want to feature him. So, from from like an organizational standpoint, you gave the okay. So you gave the money to the to the quarterback, the wide receiver, and the running back, but you seem to only want to pass the ball, right? Like just just on a very basic level, they don't want to commit to the run, although they've invested the capital into the offensive line and the running back. So at a certain point, it appears to be like an an, an organization an organizational disconnect. Between the way that the team, um, the way that the coach is utilizing the team versus the pieces that he has. Because ever since Dak Prescott's come on the scene, I don't know what it is. But every single time a coach comes across Dak Prescott, they want him to throw the ball 50 times a game. That's not the recipe for success. It's not. It's not the recipe for success. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let Let me just say something. Um, 11 times for, for Ezekiel Elliott, that's not enough. 20, 20 or more times he should carry yes. the ball. Minimum, 20 but, um, minimum. 20, 20 minimum, but just, oh, just to but get Jordan you back. Jordan Howard could get 20. Well, hold on, Jordan Howard. Oh, what, what, what do you expect? What do you expect when he split and carries with Tony Pollard, too? You got to remember that, too. So he's not going to always. You know what I mean? Because Tony Pollard took a couple of his carries away, too. Tony Pollard played. That's not how it works with a best like Zeke, though. Okay, but let me just say something about about that. When we were watching the game, in the beginning of the game, he his throws were a little short, a little behind. He seemed a little nervous, or like me, I don't know if it was his shoulder. But as the game progressed, he got better and better. Um, I don't think he was the sole reason why the, the Cowboys Cowboys didn't win. But I always said if he throws the ball more than forty times, they're not going to win. And what happened? They didn't win. He uh-huh. needs to stay in between 20, uh, 25 and thirty five times. And Ezekiel Elliott needs to run the ball at least twenty times minimum. That's the recipe for the Cowboys to win, in my opinion. Yeah, they need more balance. They need balance. I mean, that's, balance. that's pretty more much balance. it. For once, yes. I'm going to sit here and agree with Banks as far as Dak Prescott throwing the ball 50 times. He was very efficient, but then two times, then three times you was in the red zone, you didn't punch the ball in. And, and we can't make the excuse for the defense because the defense did what they were supposed to do. I don't count. We we didn't count the hail mary interception, but y'all, they had three turnovers that set up the Dallas offense in perfect field position. To go up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and run away. Yeah, with but the were game. those turnovers with, with, with just the credit, just to, to probably on that. But those turnovers that happened, were they were were they actual takeaways or it was like, It doesn't away? matter. A takeaway is a takeaway. I'm just saying, if when the opposing team makes a mistake, it doesn't matter. When the opposing team makes a mistake, you're supposed to it capitalize matter. it. That, that, ma- that's no, it don't matter. What you mean? It does what you, it does no, what you being all sincere for? When my foot is on your throat, I'm not going to be sincere about putting my foot on your throat. You're done. That's but, it. But that's all Dak's <laughs> fault? That's all his fault? Yeah, whose fault? There, there was a lot of drop passes by the Cowboys receivers, a lot. No, we're a not lot. making it. Yes, I'm saying that you, 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 you can't make that excuse. You had, you had the takeaways. We can't make the excuse for the Dallas defense. That's that's the that's the number one point. Yeah, everybody's saying the Dallas defense is terrible. We don't know what we're gonna get out of Dallas's defense. They showed up. They got the three no, turnovers. They, no, they, they didn't. So what, bro? Like, what are you talking about? They had they three takeaways. Three but takeaways. You kicked two field goals. Happened. Excuse me. You missed on, three field me, goals. Let me, let, me ask, let me ask a more reasonably minded person. Let me ask happy. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm making here with the the, the giveaway, the takeaway thing? So the thing with the Cowboys is they played, their defense played as well as you could expect their defense to play. 
And right. in my opinion, if the Dallas Cowboys give up 31 points at Tampa Bay, I mean, you, you can't exactly call it a win, but they didn't exactly get their doors blown off either. That's now, true. The, now, the takeaways, listen, the Dallas Cowboys, the 2021 Dallas Cowboys are going to have to learn that the defense is going to give up points, but they're also going to get they're also going to get takeaways as well. So they're going to have to generate a lot of offense. Now the problem is, which is what I said, which yeah. is what I said to DeVore as well. If Dallas gets turnovers, they, they compete. They can stay in a lot of games. It's the problem, not, you're, you're not real quick. So much shout out to Fitzsanity in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the main. I think the main shout issue is just the balance because out, outside of scoring points, you need to keep. If you know your defense, what. The, the Dallas Cowboys defense is very much a a bit, you know, they, they want to be a bend, bend but don't break. Bend, yeah. don't break, right? Because they don't, you know, they have great talent, but collectively they're not a good defense. So they have to run the ball just to keep the defense off of the field, just so they can just to, just to keep them fresh, as fresh as possible. And you also, have to- you have the running back to do it. You know, it's like even like Devorah is talking about the red zone. You know, mm-hmm. even if they know Ezekiel Elliott's coming, so what? He is a premier running back. Find a way to get him into the end zone. You just can't throw the ball all the time. And and that's another point to the to the uh, the game plan. Like they gave Tom Brady way too much time, and everybody knows what's going to happen. He's going to take him downfield for a field goal or a touchdown. Like this has been done so many times for the past almost twenty years. Like yes. you got to run the clock down more than yes. what you did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. Hold on. You just that's the play calling. That's not you just lost something to my attention now. So so you you win the time of possession battle. You win the turnover battle, but you don't win the game. How does that make sense? It makes no sense when you think about it. You're okay right. then. It so why? So why? So why? So why you lose? Why did you lose? Tell me yeah, why but it's you not, lost. It's, it's not Dak's fault. You, you you're trying to blame everything. I on didn't Dak. say that was Dak's fault. I didn't say that was Dak's fault. But y'all want to put the y'all want to put the responsibility on the defense of why the Dallas Cowboys lose. Oh, and I didn't say that. But everybody no, says it. Everybody we didn't say it. that, bro. We said every, every the Dallas Cowboys. But you're in the red zone. Why are you not? Why are you not putting points on the board? Okay, that is the point. Okay, the board. So every time you get to the red zone, you score. Like, do you hear yourself right now? It's you. What did I say? What did I say when the Green Bay Packers lost the conference championship? What did I say? It was Aaron Rodgers' fault. Exactly. That's what I said. So the the same rules apply to this particular situation. You are the quarterback. I don't care what the game plan was. You got to punch it in when your team gets them takeaways. 11 11 carries? Come on, man. That's Dak's fault. 11 carries? Come on. I didn't say it was the Dak's fault. But the no, Dallas no. Cowboys offense in general, you need to capitalize agree, on those takeaways. Right. That, that's what this. it is. Let me say this real quick. It was times when Tom Brady had the ball, he had a pass play called. He audible to a run play. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what Dak does not know how to do. <laughs> he wants to throw the ball fifty yeah. times a game. He and and, and that you know, doesn't work. I think it an, doesn't an, work, an interesting to look at. An interesting to look at is how many called run plays did Dak audible yeah. into passing plays? Yes, mm. right. Like I mean, let's you know, I mean, let's, let's keep it a book. I mean, Dak has not found a passing play he won't call at any given time. He it's that's almost, that's who he is, right? He is he is he is the new era Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he is he has not found a run play he will not audible out of, right? It's it's, it's almost <laughs> like that Seattle situation where clearly give the ball to Marshawn Lynch at the one, but no, he wants to be the hero. He's he's a, he's he's, yeah. he's the new era Kirk Cousins, man. 
He's yeah. he, you every time you look at him, the yards are there, the touchdowns are there. But no wins. But you but but you but you but you're you're looking for the wins, you're looking for the achievement, you're looking for the team success. You don't see a lot of it. See, I'm so glad there's a humble Dallas Cowboys fan in the comment section. Shout out to Sunset in the comment section. It does not make any 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 sense. But back to Dak Prescott. We Banks, you got to just come to the realization to stop making excuses for this dude. Okay, wait, hold on. What's your grade? What's your grade? What would you grade him for that game? I would say I give him. I give him. I'll give him a B plus. I give him a minus. I give him a B. Give him a B. I give him a B plus. But real fast, is that a curve? It's not a curve, but real fast, you can't beat elite caliber teams. You can only beat down sub-500 teams. Mm-hmm. So at what point are you going to ascend and be and be the quarterback that Banks wants you to be? Let's look, man. It's it's not a matter of deck. I mean, I deck know, listen. Yeah, it's not a matter of deck. I know, that, I, I know what the yeah. boy is trying to – I know what – Have it. I know what the Jack is not the problem. Two years ago, you Jack lost to the Jets. You lost to the Jets two years ago. In I, would New York. Part, I would say he's part of the problem. I would say he's the full problem. That's all. He's no. Part of the problem. No. The, da- I think the issue is I don't know if Dak has had Dak has had head coaches with experience. I don't know if he's had a good head coach yet in his career because. Mm. Well, 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 but who was uh, Jason? It was Jason Garrett first, right? Jason Garrett been a head coach for 15 years, but still not sure if Jason Garrett's a head coach. Then we got yeah, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Mike McCarthy won won a Super Bowl early. What has he's Mike a, McCarthy done since winning the Super Bowl? Early? He's a, he's an offensive coordinator. I don't think he should be head coach, but that's my you know. Come on, man, he, he won a Super Bowl. He's, he's not a bad coach. He just he's a pushover. That's his problem. We know who and, the coach and, is for the Dallas Cowboys. And what type of personality <laughs> of a head coach does Jerry Jones want? A pushover. Right? He, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, a person like him. Jimmy Johnson came in saying, we're going to do things like this and like that. Jimmy And Jerry Jones said, you know what? I think it's about time you left. Bill Parcells is very similar. We're going to do things my way. Jerry Jones said, you know what? I think we're going to go in a different direction, man. Bring these pushovers in. What, what was uh who was the coach after Jerry uh, Barry Switzer? That's his name, right? Yeah, Barry Switzer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a pushover. He was a coach that he just did everything Jerry said. When yeah. somebody challenges Jerry, it's better for the Cowboys. Actually, if you think about it, but Jerry's just so demanding. They don't last. Yeah. They don't last. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just well, it's a matter of organizational structure. I mean, that's the way Jerry likes it, right? He <laughs> he wants true. he wants to be Geppetto. He wants to be the puppet master. He doesn't. He, he doesn't want to be Stephen Ross, a guy who just who just cuts checks, right? He Stephen wants Ross to be Geppetto. Just cut checks. He whispers in the general manager's ear about no, he players doesn't. he was. You are <laughs> lying. That's you one are. time. I'm not lying. Yes, you are. That one, one time, time was pivotal. Pivotal. That one time is pivotal. Out, it, out, outside. I'm gonna say this. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna okay. say this about that press out, man, because I know what I know what Devore is trying to accomplish. Here. At the end of the day, <laughs> I'm going to take away what I'm going to take away from the game was I grade that size upon a soft A. I'll put it more of a B plus uh, than anything, um, but it's a soft A. At the end of the day, we got a guy that did not play football in over a year. Um, he came in against, like I said, before the game even started. This wasn't an ideal game for the, uh, for Dallas to take. I don't know why the schedule makers made this happen, but for them to play the defending Super Bowl, oh, the stop. defending Super 
Super Bowl See how champion. We move the goalposts. We move the goalposts every me, time. I tell you. Me, nah, it's not, we're not. We're not gonna move the goalposts. I'm just gonna bring up a few points. I'm gonna bring up a few points before I, before I get to my point. But I just want to make sure that be known that Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl. Uh, meanwhile, Josh Rosen is barely making a roster. See what I'm saying? So now we're talking about Dak Prescott. Now you are moving on. I'm talking about that. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. This is about Dak. He just needs a chance, man. Played a great game. Yeah. Hey, you said this wasn't a great matchup. This wasn't a great matchup for the Cowboys. Next, a bad matchup. Right. Next I, next week. Along with 81 percent of the voters, Money, thought that the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to blow the Dallas Cowboys out. We all thought it. So credit credit to Dallas, the defense, the Jack, everybody. This is a good game. This is a good game for them. They needed this. Let's see what they do next week. What you know when they, they play next week. We'll see. They they going they going on two next week. Going on two. They not beating the Chargers in LA. That's not gonna happen. We'll see. The game we'll I'm see. waiting for. I'm waiting to see Tennessee versus the Cardinals. Man. I want to see Tennessee versus the Cardinals. That's what I want to see. I want to see That's how many passes Ryan Tannehill throws. I want to see how many passes touchdown Ryan Tannehill throws. Yeah. It don't matter. But he's going to throw. He's going to throw those twenty-five to thirty Let's passes see. and uh, win the game. Yeah. They're going to be under. They're going to be under. They're going to be I'm just being honest with you, bro. That's that's not winning formula. You can't let a quarterback throw the ball 50 times. No, 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 no. no, no. You can't let that quarterback, that Prescott, throw the ball 50 times. Other quarterbacks can. Wait a minute now. Wait, wait a minute now. It's so so we're giving we're giving credit to a quarterback that threw for over 400 yards and you lose credit. Like what? What what is that? No, no, that's what Banks been doing. He been doing that. He been saying that since last year when they played the five games. Derek was on pace. To have it over a thousand yards in the first three weeks, but did you win? No, you did not win. So if you're not winning, what is the point? <laughs> it doesn't matter. What is the point? It's interesting. I mean, I, I do. I, I think. I think the Tannehill formula. You know. You know. Derrick Henry run the ball twenty five to thirty times. It ain't. The, it ain't the Tannehill formula. It's the Dak Prescott and Derrick Henry run the ball twenty five to thirty times. And now the quality right. of his targets Thank has increased because now he's throwing the, to AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I mean, if you're looking at if if, if you want to see what balance looks like, take a look at the Tennessee Titans this year. They gonna they gonna have it they, down pat. They need they need to bring out some old Dallas Cowboys 2016 film and see what it looked like because that's where the Tennessee Titans got it from. But we can't but we yeah, can't do it in Dallas. Then why didn't the Cowboys mm-hmm. stick with it? That's right. their problem, Mike. I don't right. care. <laughs> because they, they, they want, they want, they want that to be the savior. Divorce. Divorce. They want two hundred and fifty million. Why not? Quick question for divorce before you move to the next segment. Who was the Dallas Cowboys quarterback that Prescott took over? Tony Romo. Okay. All right. What all did Tony Romo accomplish? A lot more than what Dak Prescott doing for them. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. When Tony Romo was playing for the Dallas Cowboys, the NFC East was a lot more competitive than what it is right now. Yeah, it was at that time. But they were still beating each other. Yeah, black and blue that. division. It was a better division back then. Yeah, it was. Like, just think about, look about the quarterbacks you had in that division. You had Donovan McNabb, Eli Manning, hot and cold, and you have the Washington, Washington Redskins at the time where I'm not going to – we only, I don't even know who, how many quarterbacks they had in that span. But yeah. 
<laughs> Tony Romo, Tony Romo was sufficient enough with the Dallas Cowboys. And at the same time, I feel like Dallas Cowboys fans don't give Tony Romo enough credit because at the end of his career, that's, that's, when they, that's when they decided to run the football. Did you, did you say that Dallas Cowboys fans don't give Tony Romo enough no. credit? <laughs> imagine, imagine if Tony Romo had Ezekiel Elliott and that offensive yeah. line that he got right now. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be looked upon as a choke artist in the fourth quarter. I'm pretty I sure he would have been playing if he did. Yeah, yeah like yeah, he definitely would have still been playing. He definitely still would have been playing. Like his his body broke, bro. Like what do you ain't nothing you can do about that. But look at but like I said, they put so much on Tony Romo's plate back then. They didn't have they didn't have a running back that could carry the load like Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, DeMarco Murray like I think they went to the divisional round. Yeah, the divisional round. Marion Barber. Marion Barber. Yeah, but big bats like that don't last long. He does a battering around. Yeah. Zeke Zeke has some shake to him. Mm. So if you would have just limited Tony Romo to throwing the ball 25 times a game, I would have guaranteed the Cowboys would have been in the playoffs every single season. You forget when the uh, the Denver Broncos, when they went to go face the Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning, when they – Right now, have the the best offensive offensive team in NFL history. I believe they set the record for most points scored. He went he went head to head with Peyton Manning that game. I mean, I think the interesting thing, the interesting thing is the Dallas Cowboys had the most success when they ran the ball in the nineties. Yeah, it was it was a strong offensive line, and Emmitt Smith was Emmitt Smith was the catalyst of their entire offense. If you look at Troy Aikman's stats, they're he not was, he was a game they're, manager. They're not particularly yes. impressive. Right. No, so, so like they, they basically had the formula, but Jerry's gonna do things the way Jerry wants to do things, and you know, he, he got the former quarterback to be the oh head coach. God. And oh my god, you I'm know, sorry. that's 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 the way they run the offense. It was it, everything was was tilted towards throwing the ball versus ball control or a balanced offense, with the exception of a handful of years. Where they didn't have the option of throwing the ball around the yard all all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So if if you want if you want to look at the Dallas, you know, we could talk about Dak. Dak is not the problem. Jerry Jones is the problem. But Jerry is always the problem. Jerry Jones is not the problem. Jerry Jones is the problem. Jerry Jones has always been a problem. Oh no, we're not going to put percent on Jerry look, Jones. Jerry Jones is the owner, so you can't fire the owner. But ultimately. No, He's Ultimately, the only GM, president, player. He's all that. He wants to be all that. He has no business being a GM. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's had no business being a GM for a long time. But hey, when you own the team, you call the shots. To be honest with you, I I feel I like the way Jerry. Well, I the last couple of years, it's been. I feel like it's been Stephen Jones been been uh yeah, the ingredients so, for the team but they have done an excellent job as far as bringing in draft be hitting on their draft picks mm-hmm. yeah now, but i mean that's a line but i mean that i think the main issue is they do hit on their draft picks but they leave certain positions they leave the they leave the, the they leave the cupboards bare cornerback safety Particularly when you talk, yeah, the, the entire secondary, basically, yeah. right? Like, like the, like the, if you look at the who the the best defensive backs, the Cowboys have had the let's say the past decade was what Byron Jones and Roy Williams. You don't know what say Roy Williams. Don't, don't yeah, say that, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll, I'll put Anthony Henry in. Now we're scraping. Now we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We say Anthony Henry. You know what I mean? Now we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Terrence Newman, come on now. No, come on. Stop it. Stop it. Terrence Newman was getting beat every game. Come on. Terrence Newman played for the Dolphins. Did Terrence Newman play for the Dolphins? I think he did, yeah. Didn't he? I don't think so. I don't remember seeing Brian. I, I don't remember seeing Terrence Newman. I, I remember seeing Byron Maxwell. He was the only other cornerback that wore long sleeves. I remember that. <laughs> but outside of, outside of the defensive back position, the Dallas Cowboys have done a fairly decent for the pass rushing too as well. I feel like they that's the only issue that they have is drafting. They have a terrible job drafting uh, pass rushers too as well. Missing out on Taco Charlton, Randy Gregory still a question mark. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe the hype in Demarcus Lawrence. To be honest with you, I just feel like he's just a, a little flash in the pan. Since he got his money, he's been fairly quiet. So the Cowboys spend their picks mostly re- in recent memory on the, the offensive line. So trying to you know get a running game going. But how are you going to get a running game if you're going to give you a running back eleven times? Like they, they have to change that. Whoever yeah. put that game plan was terrible. But he also needs to run the ball more. If you watch the game, Tampa Bay, and this is Tampa Bay is going to be able to do this all season long. They, they can they've, stop been, they've, been, they've been able to get pressure up the middle with no yeah. help. Yeah. With no help. Just getting pressure just, up the middle. Just using that front Vita, four. You got Vita Veda. You got Vita Veda and, and the Dominican yes. You should do that every snap. Oh, quick, man. I mean, every snap. It, yeah. So, what kind of defense they play? They play a 4 3, right? 3 4. Yeah. Yeah, play three, four, four, they, have, they have both. It's a hybrid defense. They play both. It's a hybrid defense. Yeah, hybrid yeah. Defense. yeah they're hybrid. Mm. That's Tom Bowling right. for you, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, fellas. Week one is upon us. Less than 24 hours away. Uh, I know me, G Money, and, and Havoc had the discussion. Me, G Money, and uh, Banks had the discussion on Wednesday as far as betting odds is concerned. Um, I know Quinte kind of came in and crashed the party when I made that comment that the Dolphins are going yeah, to Yeah, man. I had your, 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 your card is revoked after the game. Hey, we being a hundred. We are being yep. 100. You better you're, drop that leak as soon as the game is over. Oh, okay. I want to see y'all too. <laughs> All right, we, we definitely going to get into it. I'm, I'm seeing John New Smith getting about a hundred. Bro, what is this guy talking about? I'm, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> have it, go ahead, man. Go, go have it. You know the one to have it. What's your opinion on the game? So go ahead, do your thing. What's this guy talking about? I mean, look, look. The the the. If you're just saying, even if you just if you're if you're trying to be objectionable, the smart money is on the Dolphins, right? Like the smart money is on the Dolphins. They are. If you just look at the progress of a franchise right the new england patriots more or less have been they've been in the the no man zone right not quite bad enough to get a high-end pick but not quite good enough to really threaten for anything in my opinion they're still there right they're they're they're, they're still in um they're still in purgatory right Mm -hmm. as particularly you have a rookie quarterback and look even if you have the greatest rookie quarterback in the world still a rookie He's still going to make a ton of mistakes. Still going to, you know, all, all that type of stuff. He's not going to maximize his potential year one, right? Now, the, they do have a good, a solid defense. They have a solid offensive line. But ultimately, he's a rookie quarterback with no wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And 
and I think the allure, the the aura around Bill Belichick, although you know his his place in history is cemented. His ability to and I, and and when I look at it, I look at the Matt Castle year that New England had. Their defense was like extra on point. Like they led the league in turn and, and takeaways that year. So when I when I look at you know. I just look at the Patriots, and I, I just see kind of a team that's a little bit in purgatory. They're, they're well-coached, but they're not particularly well-talented enough. They don't have the catalyst there to stir the drink. So And, they're, and, they're and also, of, the, this is – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, they're just kind of in no man's land. And the Dolphins, you know, we, we know we know what the Dolphins' defense is. right? We, we, well, we, we know what the Dolphins' defense is. We, know, we don't know what it is. We yes, do. we do. They've been together for a year already. They've been together. We, do. we don't know what it is. It's, 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 it's a brand new year. We don't know what it is. The majority of the defense. The majority of the players. The chemistry don't know what it is. The majority of the players and the defensive coordinator have come back. Exactly. So, so we, we know what the defense is. Now, the offense is going to take a step forward just, 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 just by the fact that all the players that they drafted yet last year have another year of experience in the bag. So... You know, the, the smart money's on the Dolphins to win this game. The doll, I mean, of course, the Patriots are going to make it muddy. They're going to make it dirty. They're going to try and, you know, just try and run all the clock out. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the Dolphins. What's the, you got a score? You got to predict the score or no? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll say uh, I'm going to give it 27-17. Well, by 10. Okay. Yeah. 27-17. Go ahead, Quinte. What you got? The war, you tripping, man. <laughs> you you thinking this like the like he's a quarterback that been in the league for two years, but he was on the bench developing. No, he's a rookie. Never played in a regular season game with live bullets. That's what that's that's my only thing. It's like, come on now, dude. But hold the on, defense, I got a question. No, go go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh my fault. The defense is gonna be on point. It's Bill. It's Bill. But you got to count on the chemistry they're gonna have. Are they gonna be have the chemistry to play together? You put a whole bunch of superstars on one team. You don't do Dickley squad with it. It don't matter. You gotta have that chemistry. That's that's my takeaway. I I got a question for Devoy though. I got a question. Is it more that you just don't believe in Tua, or you got more faith in the Patriots? Like which one is it? The Patriots are at home, and Dolphins don't play well in Foxborough. Yeah, but that's the that's a different time, bro. That's a no, different it's not. Time. No, it's not. There's a reason why. That's what's the reason why the New England Patriots play well at home. I'm just trying to understand your logic of picking the Patriots. That's all. I, I, he he you know, has no logic. He doesn't. Have it, it is there is definitely logic to it. Like it's, I feel as though I, you still you still hurt from the past, and you don't don't. Like I'm it. not hurt from the past. <laughs> I'm I am not. I I have I've been sitting here. Quinte, you and Banks maybe at the same time. How many times when I made a preview video, how many times did I take the opposing team? No, not, not too many times. Never. One never. People, one of the first people I started watching. Never. I never picked them. This time I'm picking the Patriots. I can't do it. They just don't have enough talent. I mean, I think yeah. the Patriots are, are, at, are at a point where they just they, – they, they've run it on fumes a little bit, you know? Mm. The defense is fine. But the rest, like that, that offense looks like that offense looks like they need Tom Brady because it looks like one of them, the one of the past five year offenses where Bill Belichick he done took all the money away from the offense, even though Bill, even though Tom Brady done gave him a free ten million dollars off the top of his salary to do you know make the team better, and every single time, almost every single time, Bill Belichick puts that money into the defense, 
And now Bill oh. Belichick has to reanalyze the way he commits his resources because you can't just you just can't give Mac Jones spare parts and 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 hope for a Cadillac. He's not Tom Brady. We got two okay, tight so, ends, dominant tight ends. They'll be all right. So you're telling me the Patriots can't run the ball, get you know, win time of possession, keep the ball away from the Dolphins' offense to win like a close, muddy defensive game? They got to run the ball. Like a 17-10 or a 17-14 low-scoring game? They're not capable of that? Well, for some particular reason, Havoc and, and Quinte keep sleeping on the New England Patriots' defense. They're almost – I think they're better than the Dolphins' defense, to be honest. And – Again, they have a Hall of Fame head coach on the sideline where Brian Flores came from New England. So I don't understand why we are writing off the New England Patriots. Hey, I get it. At home, I'm taking the Dolphins. But considering how we're playing in Foxborough and there's so many question marks as far as the quarterback position and I'm just weighing the two defenses, I'm taking New England. I'm okay, but the Dolphins defense has played together for one full season. Now they're still back. They got that chemistry. So I don't know how you see Patriots are better than the Dolphins defense in their chemistry. I don't know. Plus now getting Howard back, they're more motivated because now they feel like they, they, they got their guy. So, But that's not what I mean, the game plan is going to be. They're not going to throw the ball on the outside. That's not going to be the game plan. Yeah, but I mean, but you need balance though. Like the Dolphins are going to take away. They got balance. That's what John New and Hunter Henry is for. <laughs> who is checking Hunter Henry and who is checking John New? And then, of course, Eric Rowe. Yeah, Nick, Nick Needham and Eric Rowe. Man, these little. you play football enough. <laughs> Nick Needham is six feet tall, weighs about 100 and 100, he weighs 200, 200, 212 no, pounds. Yeah. And you expect him to go out there and take a 6'5, 265 pound tight end? Okay, okay. I'm going to say this to you. You can put, <laughs> you can put Nick Needham on John New. You're not doing and that. Put, and put Eric Rowe on Hunter Henry. And then. Do you do do you not know he he shut down Hunter Henry last year no, when he played for no, the Chargers, no. right? You right, you remember that, right? We played the Chargers last year. And he demolished them. He didn't do Dittless squad against us. He was one of the tight ends he shut down. Mm-hmm. That's what you're not remembering. Yeah. I, it's like I don't understand your logic. That's how well, you know Rose, what? that's how Eric <laughs> Rose has has that's but Eric Rowe's reputation is hinged on the past few years is his ability yes. to shut down tight ends. Okay, y'all see y'all y'all being too much of homers right now. We watch the games, Devor. Y'all, you, y'all you, being you know, too much of a homer is, right now. You know this, this is, is what Eric Rowe does. You know this, this is, is what Eric Rowe I, does. I, I know what Eric Rowe does, but he did that when he was in a Charger uniform. Now oh, he's he in did. a New England Patriot uniform. Oh, now, now, now that he's got Mac Jones thrown to him, he's going to come on now. Are you even listening to yourself? Are you even I'm listening, listening to myself? <laughs> but y'all like, like, keep like, on discrediting the, the Patriots. The Patriots' best wide receiver is Nikhil Harry, and we don't even know if he's a starter. So why, so why we don't even know if he's why, really why a starter? Do we, why did we lose to them last year? Why did we lose to them last year? Did you not see a Landon Roberts get choke slammed? He's gonna be playing again today, tomorrow. Bro, you, who else is you, playing? Are, you are well aware. You are well aware of why we lost week one last season. Cam why? Newton ran, Cam Newton ran for about a hundred and something yards yes. on his own. <laughs> and that's the other problem. We can't stop the run. So what what is it now? Cam Newton ain't on the team no more. It don't matter. It's, it's, it's Mac Jones. It it's Mac Jones. Mac Jones matter. and his very first start. It's a different it's a different team. We'll we we're gonna revisit this. 4 th- 4 I, 4 30 Eastern time, right? 
I, I think that New England probably could win a game, beat Miami and Miami. But the first game of the season, first game for, of his of his career, it's going to be tough, bro. It's going to be tough. Not against that that, that Dolphins defense. The Foxborough. Do, do, do you not think? You, how many turnovers do you think Matt Jones going to have if he get pressured uh, once once oh. or twice? They won't put him in them type of situations. What you okay, mean they won't? I'm gonna say, okay, yeah. what if we get the ball first? We score on our first two drives. 14. Okay, so so you have so Quinte, this is what I'm confused about. You have a lot of you have you have like no stock in Mac Jones' ability to play the game, but you but you have all the confidence in Tua to be able to do what he's supposed to do. I'm gonna say this. I'm thinking logic like a coach. This is his first game ever playing in the NFL. Tua played last year and he got Molly Watt. Remember his first. His first series playing, he got Molly walked by Aaron Donald. Yeah. Well, he, he got up and he played a, a, a fairly decent game the rest of the game. Am I right or wrong, right? You you are you are one hundred percent right. But this is and, a different this is Matt a different Jones quarterback. Has now Matt, has Max Jones did that in but, but 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 listen, the, the only way the Patriots can win is by controlling the game, short dink and dunk passes, running the ball, time of possession, and making it a muddy Defensive game. That's the only way. They're not going to win in the shootout. With the, same not thing with the, the Dolphins. It's the They're same thing with the, the Dolphins. Okay. That's not true. We have we have better receivers than they do. Yeah, way better. Yeah, way, way better. better. Yeah. Oh, so we just forgot that we they got J.C. Jackson, they got Jones, Who? and they got and they got Stephon Gilmore. Who? Oh, oh, we just forgot. We we'll we'll say this to you. Do you wait, wait, wait. We talk about wide receivers. You talking about quarterbacks? I'm just saying, like they got some. They got some. Defensive guys, like we just—they not. What's the term you use? But some dudes out there playing defensive. No, I said defense. they got some dudes playing wide receiver. Oh, that's got, fine, but they also got some. They got some guys on defense that can check our guys. But our guys are more. I'm gonna say this to you: they don't have. All right, the person who get raped every year by 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 the Dolphins by the uh, by the Dolphins is uh. Stephon Gilmore, even when he played for Buffalo, yeah, Devontae Parker used to rape him. He was We've had his number. Raping him. We've had his number. And, the and they got years. Mills. Mills is their starting quarterback. Remember the quarterback with the green hair played for um, the Eagles? Yep. He mm-hmm. raped him. He raped that man. <laughs> you remember that game, right? He was raping him the whole game. Yep. And then now you got little fast dudes. Everybody, if you put everybody who run a four three on the on the field at one time, you think they have enough speed on defense to stop that? That I'm gonna say this: their run defense is gonna be on point. Mm. I'm a, I can't take that away from you, but their lateral movement it is terrible. Yeah, Van Noy was on our team. His lateral move was garbage. He's he was hurt. He I don't want to hear that hurt. crap. Was man. he hurt all this. season? He yes. was hurt. Yes. No, he wasn't, bro. <laughs> he was hurt the whole season. After after week you. three, he was hurt. Oh, man. I'm going to say this to you, bro. I know for a fact some people, I know they was hurt. They go out there and win Super Bowl, get Super Bowl winning intercepts and run it back, play for the Patriots. Down here partying in, in Broward County. Come on now, dude. You tripping. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, hear that you get paid all this money. Kyle Van Noy oh, looked a lot like Koamisi last season. Hey, 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 I like him too. I like him too, but he is who he is. I like him too, but he is who he is. That's my yeah. boy. That's my boy, Cole. You ask him to do anything, and he'll do it. 
No. McCoy Misi was a defensive <laughs> end, but he shouldn't have been a linebacker. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have been a linebacker, but that's that's my boy though. He like yeah. you asked him to go go ahead and be a middle linebacker for us. I he understand, but be they brought outside in four three linebacker for they us. they he brought in it. they brought in Van Noy to be that guy, and he ended up being a guy. Not, not guy, because he was getting burnt and get yeah. ran over by Cam Newton and yeah. Josh Allen. Come on mm-hmm. now, dude. You are 6'4", 250 pounds. Get ran over by a quarterback. Two I don't six. get how big the quarterback <laughs> is, bro. Two he six. got ran over two times. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on now, dude. He definitely going to be hungry since he got cut by the Dolphins. He could be he could be bitter all he wants. I'm going to say this to you. <laughs> If you've been in the league more than three years, you shouldn't be bitter when you get cut, bro. This is a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this okay. Take my job. If they fire me, I don't care. Just make sure you give me my hundred grand and my four hundred one k and all my vacation hours. Just I'm good. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's yeah. all I care about, bro. You can fire me. I can go get another job. It's okay. I mean, look, and I think it's just because it's the Patriots and because it's Bill Belichick. Ooh. Don't nobody ever want to say it, but. They 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 are creeping up very quickly on a rebuild. Yeah, and, and I understand they you know they get they got Gilmore and they they kept a lot of their defense intact and it's, it's a veteran group, but they're gonna re they're 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 rebuilding. They just don't want to they just want to say that they're rebuilding, but come next off season, that 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 expensive little uh, uh, secondary they got with Gilmore and the other McCordy, boy them they. I'm, they're not going to be around much longer. Yeah. You got to understand, they're 30 plus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Everybody, the oldest person on defense is, is Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. That's it. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. And they're still 27. <laughs> we, I agree with yeah. you. We we gonna wait. We gonna see tomorrow. After, after the game. We, we definitely gonna see tomorrow after the game. Now, no no chickening out when I when I put the bat signal up. Now, hey, hold on. Hey, listen, listen. I'm gonna just say this: If the Patriots find a way to win this game, we gonna hear so much shit from divorce. So much shit. Just hold be on. ready. I'm a, He's I'm not a Dolphin fan. I'm man. not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> why would I talk shit about my team losing? Why would I do that? Well, you because more, it's you. You more. You more. You more. Why would I do that? You're uh, you're more of an Adam Gase fan than a Dolphin. I feel fan. it right here, G buddy. I feel it right here. <laughs> Something ain't right about this game, and the Dolphins fans are just getting a little bit too cocky. We gonna go I, in there in Foxborough, Foxborough, I'm and we're saying, gonna stop out the Patriots. I'm not, I'm not saying we're gonna go out there and we're gonna win by 35, but we're gonna win. No, I, I didn't decidedly. say you have it. I'm we're, just saying I. What Quinte sent me. Yeah, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's going to be a clear win for the Dolphins. That's what I think. Oh, okay, we're gonna find out after the game tomorrow. We're gonna find out. But last topic of discussion, since we on a conversation about the New England Patriots, Tom. I'm excuse me. Cam Newton came out and did an interview with his father. You can check out the interview. I'll make sure I leave the link in the description. Oh man, about about Joe his Jackson. Uh, the reason, the reason why he ended up getting released from the New England Patriots. Now, I copied down the quote, and it, and it says he didn't think that Mac Jones would be comfortable with him being him being a backup, uh, being the backup as in Cam Newton being the backup. Man, uh, that is a bunch of you can't. You know, you know how Public Enemy in the late '80s said, "Don't believe the hype." 
Yeah. <laughs> well, well, with Cam Newton, it's called don't believe a hat. It's not about Mac Jones is going to be uncomfortable with me as the backup quarterback. That is a smoke screen. Cam Newton is uncomfortable with being a backup. Ain't a, Mac Jones is uncomfortable with him being that. Cam Newton don't know how to be a backup. Cam Newton has been a starter since he's since probably since the day he picked up a football. He has been a starter. He has been that guy. He and I think he's in a place in his career where talent-wise, and this is just the effect, the wear and tears of, of an NFL career. Talent-wise, you can't really throw the ball. He can throw the ball downfield, but he cannot throw the ball accurately. That that is that is just that is just a fact of life. He can still run the ball, but you no, know, that's just a fact of life. And I don't think he I think he's one of those guys, he's he's either a starter or he's out the league. I don't think he's a guy, I don't think he's gonna Joe Flacco. Sure, I'll be a second string guy. Sure, I'll be a third string. Cam Newton ain't gonna be third string for nobody. He ain't gonna be a backup for nobody unless he's injured. So this whole, you know, oh, I'm doing everything to make sure that Mac Jones is comfortable. The writing was on the wall, man, because last year Cam Newton's competition was Jared Stidham. Is Jared Stidham in the league? No, answer this question for me. Is, is Jared yes, Stidham he in the league? He who's, is. Who's he play for? He's on the, on the Patriots. He's a third-string quarterback. Oh, because I – Second-string second quarterback. Didn't, the, didn't the, the Patriots just, just activated Brian Hoyer, right? <laughs> right? So, yeah. so, so, so technically, Brian Hoyer, who they it's just the activated, second. is ahead yeah. of Jared Stidham on the depth chart, correct? Yeah. So that tells you everything you need to know about Jared Stidham. So you, you could very well make the make the case that Cam Newton won the starting job by default last year, right? He had no competition. Mm-hmm. So, but now you have Mac Jones, who, by the way, you know he's a rookie. He has no experience, but he has the skill set, at least passing-wise. He probably has a better skill set than Cam Newton does. Now, you may say overall package-wise, experience-wise, running-wise, he has it over Mac. But if I'm looking at the Patriots – they did what they had to do last season, but this year you got Mac Jones. Writing was on the wall, and the fact that he could potentially be out here missing games because of his his vaccination status, Mass, that was a nail on the coffin. So, you know, I, I see what Cam Newton's doing. He's trying to rewrite the narrative, but uh, I mean, you you got you got cut due to lack of talent. I don't know what else to tell you. That that is completely true, and I think that this is going to hopefully. It doesn't sound like it's humbling him yet. But this should humble him. He should, you know, he wants to be a starter, but your talent has diminished. He's going to be out the league now. I I said, I think I've mentioned this a couple Saturdays ago. I think he should just take the backup position just to be in in the NFL because he's not a starting quarterback anymore. It's just not in him anymore. His talent has diminished, but his his mentality, he's so cocky and so he's not going to take it. So he'd rather be out of the league and not have a job than to be humble. It's crazy. I don't understand it. And that's he, and and you do not want that mentality from a backup quarterback, right? I feel as though if he take the same role as member Logan Thomas from Virginia Tech, mm. switch his position. Yeah, he can he can be the raw as what? He could play he could play a big X receiver or a tight end. He, he could play, play a red zone him. a red zone a red zone weapon. I yeah, would say play receiver because I don't think he'd be physical enough. I think I think I think you could. He's you physical could, enough to play tight end. Just, you could you could get a package kind of like what the Jaguar. Well, I think the Jaguars wanted to do with Tebow, where they wanted to bring yeah. him in as a tight end, but do other stuff with him. But Tebow was so trash as a tight end, they couldn't yeah. even they couldn't even 
they couldn't even justify calling him that. But with Cam, <laughs> you could legitimately come up with a package for Cam in the red zone. Because I think in the red zone, if you if you if you if you limit him to just to the red zone, Cam can be very very effective still. All right. But you know, uh, does, does does Cam want to be Ronnie Brown in the Wildcat? That's the question. He could be Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor is a wide receiver. Terrell Pryor was an amazing quarterback in college. He's a wide who receiver. Got, who got what, caught. What was, what? Got mm-hmm. caught getting his jersey signed and sold it, and now he's a wide receiver. What, what was the guy <laughs> from from, uh, from the Jets? He number seven, I think, back then. He was a quarterback, but a wide receiver. Oh, he's a Marshall from Missouri. I remember what he yeah, yeah. Oh and yeah, he was yeah. good. He was good. It, to me, at, th- at that time, they didn't want really want running quarterbacks. If he got to play like Joe Hamilton, uh, Joe Hamilton, Winslow, Winslow Danzler from back in the day, <laughs> Woody Danzler, yeah. If they played today, they'd be playing quarterback. But back in the day, no. Mm. Like no black boy, you're gonna play running back or wide receiver, okay? Because <laughs> think about it, if if. Because me personally, I didn't want him. I didn't want him to play quarterback when he got drafted. I'm like, man, he should switch position because he can't throw. People used to think I was a hater. I'm like, he throws shot puts every time. He throws bullet passes every time. He doesn't know how to doesn't know how to refine his throwing motion. It's just it's bad. <laughs> just my my opinion. So it's kind I, of, it's not like- I'm willing to give Cam Newton the benefit of the doubt. As long as he's on a football team, he would be satisfied. Go out, he seems like the kind of guy to go out and help the young guy develop him into being a a successful player in the NFL. Well, we haven't seen it yet, so. Yeah. I, do you, well, let me ask you this, because, G, it, it sounded like you had a problem with his, his comments saying that they would have been – Mac Jones would have been uncomfortable with him being the backup. That's a lie. I, I think that's an excuse. He's trying to – Kavik's point, change, change the narrative – He's just—he's just not good anymore. He's not a good player anymore. He—he he doesn't want to admit it. Nobody's gonna say I suck. So it's just—he uh, just his his pride has been hurt a little bit. I mean, it's tough. He been good from three years ago, bro. It's tough. He never been good for three years. He was—he was a Heisman winner, league MVP, started mm-hmm. started in the Super Bowl. Now he got cut a week before regular season. Yeah, it's tough. That then that 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 that's how the game goes, and no one is exempt from the rules of the game. So, yeah. Cam, you know he he he's in a phase of his career where he needs to either embrace the fact that he is the backup plan. He, like like beforehand when Kyle Allen was playing, it was still Cam's job. It was just Kyle Allen was playing, but now he needs to actually embrace the fact that he is the backup plan. And until he embraces that, he won't be able to um, be in the NFL. He won't. Well, yeah, be in the NFL, but, but he won't be able to to do that type of job effectively. And I think it starts with the, with the mentality. And I think if if he's a if his mentality mentality currently is that Mac Jones would feel uncomfortable, then he's not really taking a real honest look in the mirror. Because the honest truth is, he would be uncomfortable being a backup. Because deep down, deep down in Cam Newton's heart, Cam Newton, at no point of the day does Cam Newton believe Mac Jones is better than him. That's a fact. Cam Newton does not believe Mac Jones is better than him. So, yeah. can, and 
from my understanding, Cam Newton, he ain't he ain't he ain't too shy when he thinks he when he is not too shy when he believes he knows the truth. So he needs to accept he needs to go into a place humble and be like, hey, it ain't my job. But I don't hey, think Cam Newton's got that in him right now. If you watch the episode when he was on I Am Athlete, Fred Taylor said, You think you need to retire? Said, nah. Fred looked at him like, nigga, you need to retire. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do we have any final thoughts before we close this thing out? <laughs> it's like every week, you know, um, peace and love to everybody. Uh, shout out to Banks and Brighton and the boys on the podcast now. Make sure you take a look at No Passes Given. Uh, make sure you check out My Brother's Keeper and Self Made. And of course, continue to watch Not For Debate and keep going. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, maybe just outside of sports, I will just say, be sure to look out for yourself. Be sure to look out for your mental health. We are in very trying times for a number of reasons. And it's easy to get into certain modes, like just work mode, where you just work and you you don't really think about your, your daily upkeep. Are you eating enough? Are you drinking enough? Are you doing all the things to keep yourself upright? Not just upright, but keep yourself operating at a high level, operating yep. at the best possible level you can. So, Especially I was, for the race. So, you know, at, at, at a certain point, if you need to take a step back and lose a couple dollars, take that step back because your mental health is something that if you lose it, you cannot get back. Right. Uh, that's, that's, that's all I got to say. Well, that's what I got to say. Believe in yourself, trust yourself, and keep believing in yourself because nobody's going to change nothing in your life until you change it. And you're going to leave some people behind, so be it. That they was there to teach you a lesson for that season, and keep on marching forward. It's for all the young brothers out there who watch this, or young women. You can take this information for yourself, yeah. but you always got to believe in yourself. Man. You can't take everybody with you. That, that was actually pretty beautiful, Quinte. Is that like <laughs> is that like a, a, a back of a book that you just read? About? Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. Because I was gonna be. A, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. I was supposed to be a pastor. Oh, for real? In my early, yeah. Okay. I was like a really, really uh, a Bible toting thumper <laughs> back in my twenties. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Early twenties, and after that, I became hell spawn. <laughs> 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 that's what's up, though. That that's what's up. <laughs> Uh, I did want to make a quick announcement. Just a, just a, just a, just a minor accomplishment for the people on the pod. I do appreciate you guys coming up here. We have reached fifteen thousand views on YouTube, oh, so we we are well on our way. For those checking out the pod right now, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe button. Um, we're going to continue to uh, to, to, to grow. Um, I believe we're about to hit a hundred and twenty. 120 subscribers on YouTube. So we went on our way. Less than 10 more than less than 10, 10 subscribers just this week. So we grew, we definitely actively growing every day. But with that being said, most definitely tomorrow is going to be the first game of the NFL, the first week of the NFL season. So be sure to look out for that. Now, 
we've been we've been contemplating back and forth if we're gonna end up doing another watch party tonight tomorrow for the Sunday night football game between the Rams and the Chicago Bears. We still we still in we still in in, in mm, conversation discussion. about it. Yeah, we're still in discussion because to be honest with you, if the Dolphins do lose, I'm, I'm not even going to feel like we're talking to you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being dead ass serious. Like, when the Dolphins lose, yeah, I, like, I literally cut – I don't even watch football no more. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> cut, this, cut this off. It's a good thing that it's a 4.30 game because I can watch I can watch all the 1, the one o'clock games. And then once we get to the 4.30 game, it's going to be the last game before the Sunday night game. So, yeah, we, we, we just look out for the back signal as my guy – Mace Tackett would say. But with that being said, <laughs> uh, be sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media pages, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. This is the Not For The Bay Podcast. Peace. We're up out of here, man. Peace. <laughs>